Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of Blurry Hysteria. And I got to say, David, you're looking mighty fine looking across the way from me here. Well, I grew my hair out a little bit, shaved my face, and uh, <laughs> probably a few other things, you know. Yeah, your your mustache isn't quite as curled as I'm used to, but I think we'll make do. Yeah, it takes a lot of finesse to do that, and I just don't <laughs> didn't have it this morning. Uh, that is right. As you guys might have heard, David is on vacation for the next couple of weeks, but uh, we do have some people filling in the roles, and producer Lisa stepped up this week to fill in on blurry hysteria. It's more just hysteria hysteria, or produced hysteria. I don't know if you want to call it, but uh, it's it's something this week. So thank you so much. What's been up? What's new in the world of <laughs> being a famous podcast producer? No, quote unquote famous. <laughs> well, it's very difficult. I mean, I can barely leave my house without being just chased down by paparazzi. That's and... just Joe Peck on the front porch. <laughs> oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. You really should let him in. It's getting cold outside. It's kind of cold. You remember, if you're cold, he's cold. Yeah. Maybe just throw him a blanket, mm-hmm. space heater. A wet, I'm sorry, as I'm taking a drink here, a wet, a wet blanket in the space heater <laughs> in the bathtub. Is that bad? No, it's fine. I wouldn't worry about it. This week, we are covering, uh, so I've asked you guys to send us stuff many, many, many times. Always weird at hysteria51.com is where you can send your stuff. And uh, I apologize. I am fighting a cold right now, but, oh, that's awesome, isn't it? Um, About 1,612 of you sent in the same story. And I understand why, because it's been in the news, and there's a movie coming out, Cocaine Bear is the topic this week and it uh, we're doing a, a singular one because so many people uh wanted to us to talk about cocaine bear and they sent in lots of different links to lots of different stories so i'm going to give you a summation this week of the story of cocaine bear have you heard of it before the re- i know you have now but before recently had you heard of cocaine bear uh not even before recently just like before an hour ago no <laughs> So. Really? I figured you'd heard it and we'd talked about it at the bars and stuff recently. Yeah, so. I guess I, I probably don't actually listen to you. So that that's actually, probably proven right there. That yeah, checks off a lot that. of boxes yeah. I've been worrying about. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I have not heard of Cocaine Bear. Well, you're about to get schooled along with everyone else who Yay! maybe hasn't heard about it. So uh, Cocaine Bear or Pablo Escobar, if you're nasty. I love that Pablo Escobar Dateline, September 11th, 1985 Fred Myers, he's this older guy from Kentucky He wakes up and finds a dead man laying in his driveway Now that is crazy, but it is Kentucky after all So that's, you know, a normal normal awakening And the weirder part is uh, This guy was wearing and carrying some things that was out of the normal for the, your your normal dead body in your driveway. In 1985. Yes. We're talking bulletproof vest, night vision goggles, 
a large satchel, knives, two guns, $4,500 in cash, ropes, food, Gucci slippers or loafers. I'm sorry, not slippers, loafers and a parachute. So uh, which one of those things was weird to you? Um, Probably knives. I mean, come on. You got two guns. Who needs knives? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was going to go with the slippers. Yeah, Gucci slippers. That's an important part and you understand why. Oh, uh, also speaking of that satchel that I mentioned, uh, it had 80 pounds or $15 million worth at the time of cocaine in it. But that's kind of a, a uh, you know, something you maybe could have mentioned in the beginning. Well, there, we're still in the beginning. Oh, so. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> hang on. Uh, so Fred does the dumbest fucking thing ever and calls the police, t- police instead of throwing a party uh, because, you know, reasons. And the police then determined the man had he jumped out of a plane and had died due to his parachute failing. Um also, this is people talking about this guy and noted that um, uh, the man in question liked to jump out of planes and see how late he could open the the chute. He was like a thrill seeker. And this time, maybe it was like dark outside and he just didn't open it in time. Whatever. He's dead. Um, this guy in question was an Andrew C. Thornton II. Um, he's born with a silver spoon in his mouth, you know, grew up rich. Turned paratrooper, turned dead dude, as you do. <laughs> and uh, in his heyday, the dude was in the 101st Airborne Division, turned narcotics officer, followed by becoming a lawyer. And then, for good measure, he turns drug kingpin, being one of the heads of a drug smuggling ring in Kentucky known as The Company. How do you go from like paratrooper to narcotics officer to Drug key, probably because you know who all the because yeah you know all the ins and outs and you know how that's probably gonna make you a whole lot more money than you're making before. Do you think that happens way more than people realize? Probably because, like you said, they know the ins and outs of stuff. They probably know more so how to get away with stuff. Look, just the other day I talked to a fireman and he said, "If you ever want to know how to how to set your car on fire and not have them know it was you, I can tell you three ways to do it, and they'll ne- they'll never be able to tell." And I thought, well, that's really interesting. Then you think that's the person who's going to set their car on fire. So it totally makes sense. Uh, I think I, was one of them to do with newspapers. Yeah, like newspapers in the in the dash or something yeah. like that. And I got We're probably it, not supposed to say this on the air, but yeah, <laughs> I got it written down somewhere. Of so course you do. <laughs> just email us at um, what was it weird? At? <laughs> <laughs> right. So you know, that's all well and that's all well and good, but we're not here to talk about Our that. <laughs> yeah, or Andrew C. Thornton the second. No, we're here to talk about Apex. Ape. We're here to talk about. Ape. I'm going to say that one again. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk about Apex Predators on Toot. That leads us to Pablo Escobar, aka Cocaine Bear. I just prefer Cocaine Bear. I think. Yeah, I I think it's. Escobar's yeah, two on the nose or something. Anyway, about three months go by after Thornton's body is found by that guy, Fred Myers, and Cocaine Bear was discovered dead in the Chattahoochee National Forest in Georgia, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. So is Cocaine Bear an actual bear? Yes. And uh, a black of? bear. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, this happens to be the same forest that where Thornton's plane, a Cessna 404, if you're keeping track, he put it on autopilot and jumped out and then it crashed, which is a little weird that he jumped out of his own plane and it crashed. But I guess really planes are probably easy to ditch when you move that kind of product, you know, that kind of money. 
and it's probably easier to crash than to cover it up if you land and then have to say where you've been and all this stuff. I don't know. I, I assume that that's probably something that they work into the prices assessed here the and price, there. You yeah. know. Also, um, we're going to need two planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the black bear was found surrounded by 40 empty packages that had been torn apart, all coated in the side with residue of cocaine. Oh, I thought maybe they just knew he was like an, an addict, like he was a local addict. And <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he knows he's always rah, running or something. Oh, I don't yeah. Know. Okay, so. Uh, he's wasn't... going up to Rangers. <laughs> I'll suck your dick. <laughs> um, d- turns out, I guess the party was had after all, but it wasn't by Fred. It was by uh, Mr. Bear here. Officials figure that Thornton must have decided to drop the packages because he had too much shit he was already carrying. He had uh, 80 pounds of cocaine on him plus other shit. So he jumps out after he dumps all the stuff. He figured he'd go and retrieve the packages once he was safe on the ground. But he kept some for like his He had like 80 favorite. pounds on him. He had 15 million worth on himself. Wow. Yeah. Right. But then he had extra. You're saying he dumped it in the woods. Yeah, well, and he or didn't allegedly. figure in Winnie the Pooh's cokehead brother going and finding George. it first. George yeah. Bear. Mm-hmm. And said George Cokehead Bear ate all the contents of 40 containers. Yikes. Now, that's not just speculation because his body was sent to the Georgia the Georgia Bureau of Investigations and they actually autopsied it, cut opens its stomach. And the medical examiner examiner who performed the procedure said, here's a quote, its stomach was literally packed to the brim with cocaine. Wow. There isn't a mammal on the planet could that could survive that. Cerebral hemorrhaging, respiratory failure, hypothermia, renal failure, heart failure, stroke, you name it, this bear had it. Wow. Kind of felt bad for the bear. Huge smile on Sad. its face. No. <laughs> um, so that's a quick demise. It's a quick story, but there's a lot more to it. We're going to get a break real quick and we come back. Why are we still talking about this? I'm going to give you a hint. It has to do with the news and the media. That's coming up after the break on a blurry hysteria. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. (laughs) I definitely use it. I I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. (laughs) Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. 
and there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. A today. To the Newsmobile. I don't think we got one of those, but it'd be a lot cooler if we did. We need a van that just has news painted on the side. No, that's creepy. Never mind. No, you have like this weird obsession with getting a van and blocking out the windows and painting candy on the side. Not candy, the woman candy. Are you projecting again? No, I actually heard you tell somebody yesterday that you had an obsession (laughs) about getting... Event. You told our buddy that he should get one for his his business, and then that he said that was a bad idea. And that then, was me making fun of him. And then I just I think it just might. Well, anyway, go ahead. He's constantly like going to uh, events and giving candy out to children. I'm like, why don't you just get one of those real creepy vans mm-hmm. and try to give it out? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> so why are we still talking about this? <laughs> to the bear? news. Yeah, this is not your normal run of the mill wildlife story. I don't know if you know that or not, but a lot of a lot of apex predators don't go on cocaine binges, not not that we know of. So it's kind of no surprise that the news of this bear's death gained popularity, you know, in said media. But papers across the country and news and everything quickly just started blanketing everyone or enshrined them as part of the legend surrounding uh, Thornton in Kentucky, a tale known as the Bluegrass Conspiracy about this whole drug smuggling ring and everything that could even be its own episode but uh the bear really sealed it as like oh my god we got to talk about this and uh that's where the media actually nicknamed uh, the bear pablo escobar that's where that comes from if you want to know about more about pablo escobar you know where that name comes from you can go to our episode the politics of contraband pablo escobar the cia episode 87 way back when with none other than sam Culper was on that one all right, so shameless plug aside, Cocaine Bear has his own movie coming out. That's literally coming out in 2023. Why the hell are we still talking about it all these years later? So you see, this autopsy might have been the last anyone would have heard of Cocaine Bear. If it wasn't for this is fucking Kentucky. And uh, not only that, there's a company or an organization called Kentucky for Kentucky. And in 2015, they decided the bear was part of the state's cherished history and took it upon themselves to track down what had happened to the body. And surprise, surprise, Lisa, a lot had happened. This thing's got its own backstory. Once it died, it really lived. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's just, that seems... Well, check this out. So after overdosing on, you know, a, a whole lot of, like a, a David Lee Roth amount of cocaine, a... Uh, <laughs> Dr. Roxo, the rock and roll clown amount of cocaine. Pablo Escobar or Pablo Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> I got to just call him cocaine Let's bear. Let's just go with the bear. <laughs> so he went on quite this journey. So first off, the medical examiner from the, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation gifted the body to a friend who was a taxidermist on the side because everyone needs a buddy who's a taxidermist, right? So the friend had the bear stuff, then gave it away to the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area. And they put it up on display, as you do, and it was just there as a a bear on display. But there's a forest fire 
in the 90s that prompted staff to take it. They had to, you know, put it into storage for safekeeping. Uh, it was in the storage facility in Dalton for, you know, so they could, you know, nothing would happen to it. And oh, one no. month later, it is promptly stolen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it is sold to a local pawn shop, as you do when you steal bear carcasses that are stuffed. Then the pawn shop owners, they sold the bear to the country musician Waylon fucking Jennings. He buys it because he's very familiar with this bear's backstory. He gives it to his friend who lives in Las Vegas, one Ron Thompson. Now, Ron was who the rich and famous turned to in Vegas when they needed party favors, like the one that killed our bear in question. And, uh, oh yeah, funny enough, it is rumored to have been uh, he, Ron, was an associate of Andrew Thornton, uh, the dead parachuter uh, from the beginning of the story here. So this whole thing is comes in a big circle. Anyway, Ron puts the bear on display in this giant mansion he has until 2009 when he, he died himself. So cocaine bear is in a mansion paid for by cocaine while wild coke parties with the rich and famous happen around him nightly. This dude was a legend. This bear was meant to party, I think. it's Some people just have it in their blood. <laughs> He like literally had it like in his blood and his stomach and all over his. Ugh. It's like that picture. Like his of whole face, yeah, <laughs> his whole face is like full of like yeah, powder. That that, that, that bear with snow all over my fucking glove cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then after after Thompson died, the uh, the bear went up for auction and uh, all his shit went up for auction. But this elderly Chinese man purchased him for drum roll. Two hundred fucking dollars is what the bear went for. Zhu Tang, I believe, is how you say his name. The buyer put the bear on display in his traditional Chinese medicine shop. To his wife's dismay, she said, "Here's a quote: I wouldn't have it. It scared me. I made him take it to the store." <laughs> um, then, so Tang, Mister Tang, he passed away in 2012, and she sells off everything, including the business, but keeps the fucking bear that she hated. That she hated. For reasons, you know, I don't fucking know. I mean, you know, just sidebar here. You know, you got that boar's head. And it's the only thing I've ever basically said the same thing about. And I promise you, baby, I will bury it with you. My, You're my, welcome. Uh, my, my rock steady. <laughs> or no, my bebop. Bebop. Right. I need a rock steady. If anyone, anyone has a, an in on a, uh, on a rhino's head. <laughs> yeah. An ethically sourced one, please. Yeah, just a fake one. Yeah. It could be rubber. Yeah. It That's could also fine. be like three inches big. That would be great. Mm. Okay. Anyway, sorry. First time you've I ever digress. said that in your life. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is where those rep representatives of that Kentucky for Kentucky step back in because they managed to track down uh, the bear down and um, they informed this woman of the past and um, how it was part of like this whole Kentucky folklore. So he didn't know when he bought it. He just wanted a bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the guy just bought so the, the bear. So the story kind of got lost somewhere along the way. Right. And so she had the bear and she's like, whatever. So, but Kentucky for Kentucky is, is tracking it down at this point because they know it's been passed along. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so Kentucky for Kentucky reaches out. Um, <laughs> and I always feel dirty doing this episode without Mr. Kentucky David Florida. I know. I here. feel like you really. Almost. I mean, I've been to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess that counts, right? I used to work on and off in Paducah when I was in Southern Illinois because that's right there by the border. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so Mrs. Tang, being a good sport, Woo. she 
<laughs> woo. Sorry. <laughs> woo. That's her first name. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help it. I'm sad that I didn't think about my, myself. <laughs> no, I'm just cooler than you. Um, That is true. Uh, so she's like, fuck it. If you come get it or pay for shipping, you can have it for free. You just pay to, to move it. And they're like, fuck yeah. And that's kind of how Cocaine Bear's adventures and travels finally came to an end, but not the story. That brings us to today. Cocaine Bear is the chief attraction in Kentucky for Kentucky's Fun Mall. And I'm sure Fudge Emporium, because all those places have all sorts of fudge. Yeah, they're all packed with fudge. Why is it? Why is it <laughs> that when we go through the South, everywhere has like fudge? That's just their their it's their currency down there. Yeah, because it's not there's any that maple fudge. There isn't anything you're right. There isn't anything um what would you say, like, uh, in, in, uh, not indigenous, but, you know, uh, like. There's nothing indigenous No, to but, the you South. know, like, there's some things like, oh, this is a popular treat you only usually get in this place of the country. We go to because, Maine and we eat lobster. Right, you but, know? you know, I mean, you can get other places now because. You go to Florida and you get hep C, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um. I don't know why fudge would be south. You know that fudge fudge isn't made with anything that's that's strictly from that area originally. Is that like, am I, unless I you live that? at Uranus? So, no, you know Uranus Uranus know, fudge factory. I know that's, about your favorite fudge. But also they have salt water taffy all over the East Coast. That's true. And stuff like you know. That is true. So I don't know. Anyway, go on. Lots of fudge. Lots yeah. Of fudge so packing. the the Kentucky for uh, Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall. You keep wanting to say like Kentucky Fried Tucky. Kentucky I feel Fried like. Kentucky. <laughs> You can find lots of pics online if you want to look it up and see what he looks like now. He's in the back of a pickup truck sitting there. He's got a trucker hat on to the side. He looks worse for the wear, yeah, to say. I, like, I actually, I really feel bad for this bear. Like, it just. I mean, if you got to go, you know, it's a hell of a way to go. I guess. But so he's at the Fun Factory. Fun whatever, Mall. And fun Mall and Fudge Emporium. Where in Kentucky? God damn it, why are you going to ask questions I don't know the answers to? No. Okay, well, that's that's fine. We'll get back to you <laughs> no, on that. No, hold on. No, we're, this is li- we're doing this in real time. Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall. All right. And so this is at 720 Bryan Avenue, Lexington. Okay, in Lexington. Lexington, okay. Kentucky, 40505. So then the other question is, since there was so much cocaine in his body, mm-hmm. maybe not at this point, but do you think like originally you could have like actually like sniffed him and probably gotten high? <laughs> well, they do remove all the organs and shit. You know, it's just the no. Skin, but I mean, like so. he had to be covered in it too. I mean, it's not like he was. He had a little. However, you put cocaine in your nose, spoon or something. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't, I don't think know, he's like, doing. Lines. That's what I'm saying. Like he was. He had to been like just covered in it. So he's it had to been it. like yeah, yeah. Like he, he oh, had it was to, all over. Right. Which is so, interesting to me is cocaine. And Novocaine, all those things are, they're like a numbing agent they would burn. So it had to have burned his eyes and even his skin and stuff when he got it on him. You would have thought he would have been like, ugh, you know, instead of eating <laughs> like 70 pounds. Maybe then it, but, but maybe it went numb or something, or maybe he was really hungry. Maybe, maybe he got nummies. Num, 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 I don't know. I don't know how this works. So anyway, uh, if you go see him, like I said, he's in the back of a truck. He's got a, a trucker cap on sideways and a small sign around his neck with a very be, uh, brief Recap of the story, as well as a warning. Not to sniff him. It says, don't do drugs oh. or you end up dead and maybe stuffed like poor cocaine bear. It does not say that. It sure does. That is terrible. Don't do drugs. What, or they're going to stuff you and put you you'll, on display? You might end up dead. I mean. Well, it actually says you'll end up dead. I mean, you know, nobody says they want to be a junkie when they grow up, but. I want to be a motherfucking hustler. <laughs> 
better ask somebody. And then, uh, so not to be outdone, and the reason it's been in a lot of the news lately, movie's coming out, directed by Elizabeth Banks. It's a thriller slash comedy, Ray Liotta's last movie. It's an, uh, so here's what it said. I went to IMDb. An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a 500-pound black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. But he didn't kill anything, right? Uh, no, no. But in this movie, he's murdering everything. So they're really pretty, like, the trailer has, looks funny. Has nothing to do with the actual bear other than they're using his name for celebrity power. Yeah, yeah. They're they're using, in this one, the, co- the bear eats the cocaine and is immediately like, I am the apex predator on this planet and I must kill. Yeah, that checks out. And then out. it turns into like, you know, Friday the 13th, but with a bear. Is Elizabeth Banks that blonde that always has that deadpan that I really like? Yeah, she's in the Pitch Perfect. She's yeah, the one right? that the judge, yeah. not yeah, the judge, yeah, yeah. the announcer yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. Yeah, I like so. her sense of humor. I don't know that she's in the movie, but she's directing Well, that's it. what I mean, but I mean, like, I, maybe she has that, she can get that vibe. So there you have it, Nation, the history and mystery of Cocaine Bear. Literally, thank you so much to all of you that, that sent it in, a bunch of you, and uh, we just kind of did an amalgamation of the stories instead of doing everyone's different links, because a lot of people have been doing it. A lot of people have been covering this different stories and news outlets, and I'm going to check out the movie. I'm actually looking forward to it. So I'm going to not do drugs, mm-hmm. yeah, or you'll, I don't want to be stuffed. Actually, I don't want to have to wear like a backwards trucker cap, because I don't think that's really my style. So I think the most important of the part of that is it said you'll end up like poor cocaine bear, because if you do cocaine, it's going to eat up all your money, and you'll be poor. I think that's a takeaway. All right. Also, noted. don't eat giant satchels of cocaine that fell from a man who was wearing Gucci uh, loafers. But in cocaine, cocaine bear's defense, he didn't know. He thought it came from the gods. Maybe <laughs> like, he thought the like the gods must be crazy. Like it fell like, oh, the, yeah, coke like the coke bottle, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" No pun intended. I've uh, got to eat all this. It's nectar from the heavens. Also, cocaine and cocaine accessories. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, thank you, Mister Hill. Anyway, get us your stories weird at hysteria 51com and we'll see you next time on Blurry Hysteria. Bye bye. Meeting adjourned. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.